Hi, my name is Salif Dejiadeomi. You're welcome to Godly Counsel. If today is your first time of listening to any of our messages, today I'm telling you Godly Counsel is a place where we bridge the relationship gap between God and human. So how do we do this? We do it by teaching. That's the Godly Counsel message. We do it by devotion and daily devotional for people to read. We do it by producing books. We publish different books and uh, articles. We do this by uh, prayer room. We do this by conferences. We do this by reaching out to the lost through helping hands. And we make sure that we are helping to bridge the relationship gap between human, God and human. So, um, if before we go on, let's let's pray. Before we go on, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for this message. We pray that you are going to guide us through this message. We pray that you're going to be with us. And Lord, we pray that you speak through me, not my word, not my thinking, not my imagination, but your word through me. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. So if you have been following the series we've been doing for the past three weeks, we've been talking about the parable of the seed sower. The parable of the seed sower. What do we understand about the parable of the seed sower? Is a message that talks about a farmer that was planting seed. But Jesus was actually giving a parable to make us understand the kingdom of heaven. So the seed that the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven comes by word, comes by the message, comes by an instruction from our makers. And when it gets to us, it begins to grow into a tree. Then from the tree, it grows into branches. Then branches, they began to produce fruit. But the land are the different people, the different people and the way they actually accept the word of God. They accept the kingdom of heaven's word. So today we're t- talking about it among thorns, which is the third one. If you have not listened to the first and second, I will urge you to go to our podcast, Godly Council, and you will get the messages right there. So you can even get it on Spotify. So, um, among the thorns, let's read Matthew 13, 7. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. The tender plants. So, whenever we read this, we always go back, because after Jesus narrated the parable, it gave the meaning of what it's, it's saying. The word uh, Matthew 13 22, it said the seed that fell among thorns represent those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. This is the most critical stages, this is the stages that many Christians for this is why Jesus said many are called but few are chosen the chosen one in this aspect the called one in this aspect is always a problem to move into the chosen because at this stage is the pinnacle of the greatest temptation every man can face remember that Jesus went through the temptation the first one the second one the last one was promising Jesus' wealth 
he was telling him he's going to erase every wall. All he needed to do is to bow down. Many businesses, many companies, many churches are filled around this area because this is the most profound. Sometimes when people read this, they just feel that it's just for baby Christian. No, this is the mature Christian because the meaning is saying that they did not produce fruit. That means they grew. There was a growth stage. There was a branches that sprouted out. There was, there was a tree. There was a growth stage, but they did not produce fruit because they were doing it wrongly. The best way the enemy comes in this area is to give you something to do and take away the kingdom message from you. That's why he said what you are going to be lured with is two things, worries and wealth of this life, wealth of this world, wealth, worry. Worry means that, oh, this is what I want to achieve, I've not achieved it. When am I going to achieve it? Look at my life right now. Oh, they will sack me from my job. Oh, if I don't do the business this way, I'll be out of business and nobody will respect me again. Worry keeps hammering on you what you need to achieve that you've not achieved. And this is what the enemy puts in your mind that makes you to keep focusing on a particular thing to achieve it while you forgot the kingdom messages. Why you forgot your part? Why you forgot your purpose? Why you forgot your destiny in the kingdom of heaven? It's a replacement. One day God was talking to me and told me to be aware of the adulterous woman. And I'm like, ah, what's adulterous woman? I'm not someone that is giving into adultery. No, God, I'm not. But God began to explain to me, he's not talking about human being. He's not talking that I'm committing adultery in the sexual aspect. He's talking about the adulterous woman that comes to you and gives you something to take away the purpose of God for your life. The adulterous woman will give you a job to take away the purpose, to take away the destiny, to take away the life assignment. The adulterous woman will give you a business plan to take away take away the purpose of God for your life, to take away the career plan, to take away the family purpose for your life. Don't you see that there's some mothers that say, oh, I, I, I can't just be a full housewife, but God is calling you to raise God in children. We need to understand that God does not create a family so that we can enjoy the pleasure. I have a husband, I have a wife, and that we have kids. No. God created that family so that you grow and you raise the children to become who he wants you to become who you want them to become, to come out in the lions of you and they know God and they are change agents in their society. That might be the only assignment God can, might give you. But the adulterous woman will come and they change that and give you something else. That's why I said there is a choking from the tongues. The tongues choke the tender. And the one thing about God's purpose is always tender. Because they, it is not meant to ruin people's life. It's meant to help people. It's meant to manufacture people. It's meant to grow people. The tender heart people are the one God can speak to, can use, can help. But the choking heart, the one that aggressive, they just want to get it now. If they don't get it now, it is not now. They come and begin to choke. They choke through, through entertainment. They put pictures of some things, how life should be. 
They tell you how life should be lived. They tell you the system life should follow. And while you're busy running after that, you lose the main focus that God is putting you in. The seed has grown tender. It was at this stage the enemy crowned the plant with the worries of life and lure to wealth. We need to pray and help our teenagers, not just teenagers. The moment you hear the word from God and is growing, the enemy will be at the best. Will be at the best. A music station, China O is saying that we we said he said we don't influence the generation. He said we own the youth. We own the ten teenagers. We own them. We control them. We, we tell them the kind of clothes to wear. We tell them the kind of hairstyle to do. We tell them the kind of way they should run relationship. We tell them the kind of way they should spend their leisure time. Oh, the most that is the most fantastic of it. The adulterous woman keeps you, tells you how to even do your leisure time. Some people get worried because they cannot go on a holiday on a holiday trip with their family. Is it in the Bible that when that walk should go on holiday? No, but holiday is good. It's a resting period. We need to rest. God, the Bible said God gives them beloved sleep. It's give them sound sleep. We need to rest. Rest is part of God's agenda so that you can refresh your mind and be able to move into the next phase of what God wants to do. But this period, the choking, the thorns are going to choke all this out. You are not getting a job, you begin to worry. Oh, I'm not having a job. What will I do now? How will I live my life now? The law of wealth. Let me just have everything to myself. Let me buy the most cars. And you start looking for the shortcut. And the enemy is waiting for you to introduce you to the shortcut that is going to ruin your internal life. And the funny thing about this is that you're not the only one ruin. You ruin your life and the life of people God has attached to you. Why is everybody different in the world? Even though we are all human beings made of flesh and blood, made of heart, made of kidney. But we have different mindset, different perspective, different approach because we are all a nation in our thinking. We are all a nation in our perception. We are all a nation in the way we do things. And God is counting to raise someone to influence everyone with a kingdom perception. The way you're going to preach to a footballer about the kingdom of God is different from the way you preach to someone that is working in a grocery store. They are totally different. The languages they understand is different. So the enemy comes and makes us not go into this. I'm just going to be mentioning three things today. I will mention two things about war, and I will mention one thing about wealth, and I will pray. We'll pray. Worry wants to control everything. Anytime you find yourself worried, you always want to control everything. Worry always wants to control everything. You want to control it. If you don't have the control, you begin to worry. But God has not called us to control anything. God has not called us to control anything. God has always is the one in control. 
you just tell us to obey. And the second thing I'm going to mention is worry makes us forget the past victory. The moment, and that's the problem with boredom. Boredom is a spirit. Oh, you do something yesterday and it worked out. And then you move to the another phase. You begin to worry if it's not working out. You forget what God did. God, every time he comes to the Israel, every time he comes to the prophet, he said, remember the days that I did this, I did this. When Jesus even came, he said, I feed these people with two fish. And you go back. He said, we overcame by the war of our testimony. So they make us to forget the past victory. And the world is not the absence of sins and iniquity. That's the greatest lie the system around us is lying to us. That if you are wealthy, then that means you are living a righteous life. Even the church tells us that if you're wealthy, that means you are in a good terms with God. That if you are not wealthy, you are not in good terms with God. <laughs> That's why some people can steal and come to church and show how wealthy they are and people congratulate them that you are in good terms with God whereas they are not we've allowed wealth to determine who serves God or not when God is saying come to me as you are I'm going to still preach this in broader I'm going to do it in a different series and we're going to get it but today we need to pray just this simple prayer I say, God, everywhere the enemy is choking my destiny and my purpose through wealth and worries. Lord, we pray you break it in Jesus' name. Everywhere in my life that the enemy is choking my purpose and my destiny through layer of wealth and worries. Lord will break the pattern in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to continue this prayer, to pray this prayer, to break every hold of the enemy over anything that is using layer of wealth and worry to choke out of your life. And you see what God will do for you. And if you are here today and you're saying, I don't know Jesus. I don't know. I don't have any relationship with you. Can I pray with you? Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Set me free from sins and the consequences of sins. And I pray the hold of sins be broken over your life today in Jesus' name. Thank you very much. My name is Adede Jadelmi. So we'll call you on way next time. Ungodly castle. Bye.